Berkeley, and please remain standing for the Pledge of Allegiance. Welcome, Dr. Tyree. Thank you, Mr. Mayor, City Council. Ladies and gentlemen, let us pray. Eternal God, your word reminds us that every soul ought to be subject to governing powers. I count it an honor and a privilege to be able to lift up our mayor, our council persons, and our city before you in prayer, asking that you would endow them with knowledge and wisdom, with hearts of compassion, to make tough and difficult decisions in these challenging times that would reflect the demographics of our community, advance the cause of humanity, exemplify the cause and purpose of Christ having come into the world and to advance his kingdom in the earth. That this indeed may be a time where there's peace on earth and goodwill toward all mankind. We ask that you would manifest yourself in our midst with the decision-making, with the discussion, that all things might be done decently in order. For we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Graves? Here. Ms. Johnson? Here. Mr. Riddick? Here. Mr. Smigel? Here. Mr. Thomas? Here. Mr. Alexander? Here. The motion is to excuse Dr. Wiverly and Ms. McClellan. Ms. Graves? Aye. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smigel? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. The motion is to dispense with the reading of the minutes of our previous meeting. Ms. Graves? Aye. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smigel? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. For the benefit of those who do not regularly attend the City Council meeting, our procedure is to first take up ceremonial items followed by public hearings, then the consent agenda, which will be voted on in the block. Any member of the council or the public who wishes to have an item considered separately may do so. Upon completing the consent agenda, we'll take up the regular agenda in the order as it appears on your docket. Upon the completion of the agenda, We'll take up any new business to come before the council. To address the council, you should have registered outside in the lobby with the clerk prior to 7 p.m. We do have one ceremonial item tonight, a proclamation for child, uh, for child Abuse Prevention Month. And I'll read the proclamation, and I'll invite Pam Wong to come uh, to the podium for any uh, comments. The proclamation reads, Whereas... Child abuse is a serious problem affecting every segment of our community, and whereas child abuse can have a long-term psychological, emotional, and physical effects that can have lifelong consequences for victims of abuse, and whereas meaningful connections and partnerships created between child welfare, education, health community, and faith-based organizations, businesses, and law enforcement agencies help affect child abuse prevention activities to succeed, and whereas our children are our most valuable resources and will shape the future of the city of Norfolk, and whereas we acknowledge that we must work together as a community to increase awareness about child abuse and contribute to promote the social and emotional well-being of children and families in a safe, stable, nurturing environment, and whereas prevention remains the best defense for our children and families. Therefore, I 
do hereby proclaim the month of April 2017 as Child Abuse Prevention Month in the city of Norfolk and, and urge all citizens to recognize this month by dedicating ourselves <coughs> to the task of improving the quality of life for all children and families. Given in my hand this 11th day of April 2017, Kenneth Cooper Alexander, Mayor. I'll bring this to you. Thank you, Mayor, members of Council and City staff. It's a privilege to be here tonight. I want to talk just a minute about the Pinwheels for Prevention campaign. Uh, many of you may have noticed the Pinwheel Garden out front that we planned with Mayor Alexander. And it represents that children deserve a safe, healthy, and happy childhood. So we're very pleased to participate again this month um, with community partners and other um, city staff folks. We know there is power in prevention. Healthy children and families are the building blocks of safe and thriving communities and the foundation of, of economic development. Thank you for your commitment to making children an, a priority and preventing abuse and neglect. Every child in Norfolk deserves a safe, healthy, and happy childhood. Thank you. Clerk, PH1. Public hearing one scheduled for this day to hear comments to amend and reordain the title of Section 14.1-11 Zion Grace Precinct so as to change the name to Second Presbyterian Precinct to amend subsection 14.1-741 so as to change the name of the precinct from Zion Grace to Second Presbyterian to amend Section 14.1-77 so as to change its name to Second Presbyterian and to change the location of its voting place. And I have an ordinance to amend and reordain the title of Section 14.1-11 Zion Grace Precinct so as to change the name to Second Presbyterian, amend subsection 14.1-741, to change the name from Zion Grace to Second Presbyterian and amend section 14.177 so as to change its name to Second Presbyterian and change the location of the voting place. Dispense with the charter requirement for reading the ordinance and adopt Ms. Graves. Aye. Ms. Johnson. Aye. Mr. Riddick. Aye. Mr. Smeagle. Aye. Mr. Thomas. Aye. Mr. Alexander. Aye. PH2. Public hearing two scheduled for this day to hear comments to amend and reordain uh, section 14.1-36 Bowling Park Precinct so as to change the name to Broad Creek Precinct to amend subsection 14.1-757 to change the name from Bowling Park to Broad Creek and amend 14.1-102 to change the name to Broad Creek and change the address of the voting place. And I have an ordinance to amend and reordain the title of Section 14.1-36 Bowling Park Precinct to change the name to Broad Creek Precinct, amend subsection 14.1-757 to change the name from Bowling Park to Broad Creek and to amend Section 14.1-102 to change the name to Broad Creek Precinct and change the address of the voting place. Dispense with the charter requirement for reading the ordinance and adopt Ms. Graves. Aye. Ms. Johnson. Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smeagle? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. Mr. Clerk, on consent agenda, I have a motion to continue C-10 until May 23rd. Yes, sir. Continue C-10 to May 23. Ms. Graves? Aye. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smeagle? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. 
Mr. Clerk, the motion is to consider C1 through uh, C11, excluding uh, C10 in a block. Yes, sir. Approve the consent agenda except C10. Clerk, pause. Mr. Clerk, uh, Mrs. Graves has a question. Mrs. Graves. On um, East Virginia Beach Boulevard at the Palm Gardens 2, is that just a. What number is that? I'm sorry, C6. Yes. Is that just a new ownership? Yes, yes. ma'am. <clears throat> Everything's exactly the same. It's just changing the owners. Okay. Thank you. <clears throat> I'm good. Ms. Graves? Aye. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smigel? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. Mr. Clerk, R1. R1 is an ordinance permitting Food Bank of <coughs> Southeastern Virginia Inc. to encroach into the right-of-way of Tab Street and Cook Avenue with a concrete pad. Dispense with the charter requirement for reading the ordinance and adopt. Ms. Graves? Aye. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smigel? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Mr. Alexander? <coughs> Aye. R2. An ordinance to repeal 15 subsections of subsection 25-654 and to amend and reordain sections 25-649, 654, and 656 of the Norfolk City Code so as to add three new right turn on red prohibitions, 10 new stop intersections, and one new street included in the prohibition regarding trucks of one and one half tons. Dispense with the charter requirement for reading the ordinance and adopt. Ms. Graves? Aye. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smigel? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. R3. An ordinance authorizing the City of Norfolk to enter into the Hampton Roads Water Quality Credit Agreement for Chesapeake Bay restoration with the Hampton Roads Sanitation District. Mr. Ellis James. <coughs> Thank you, Mr. Mayor, members of the council. <coughs> My name is Ellis W. James. And by the way, Mr. City Manager, very nicely done. Well done. Um, I just want to take note of our three because the blow that we have been dealt from the new administration as pertains to water quality and so on is... Mr. James, make sure you clarify the federal administration, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mayor, my apologies. <laughs> because of the current federal administration's okay, actions, we have real serious problems as it deals with the specifics of Chesapeake Bay. And it's extremely important what this resolution, this ordinance does will help us a great deal in the very near future. And I certainly would urge all of you to vote in support of it. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Mayor. Welcome. Mr. Clerk, call the roll. Dispense with the charter requirement for reading the ordinance and adopt Ms. Graves. Aye. Ms. Johnson. Aye. Mr. Riddick. Aye. Mr. Smeagle. Aye. Mr. Thomas. Aye. Mr. Alexander. Aye. R4. An ordinance approving the conveyance to the city by Norfolk Redevelopment and Housing Authority of the garage unit of the main condominium. 
Dispense with the charter requirement for reading the ordinance and adopt. Ms. Graves? Aye. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smigel? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. R5. An ordinance authorizing a First Amendment to deed of lease between the city and 225 West Olney LLC for property located at 225 West Olney Road and authorizing the city manager to execute the amendment on behalf of the city. Dispense with the charter requirement for reading the ordinance and adopt. Ms. Graves? Aye. <coughs> Ms. Johnson? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smigel? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. R6. An ordinance to amend section 33.1-39 of the Norfolk City Code 1979 so as to increase the limit from $50,000 to $100,000 for the procurement of goods and services other than professional services as small purchases and to add $60,000 for the procurement of professional services as small purchases. Dispense with the charter requirement for reading the ordinance and adopt. Ms. Graves? Aye. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smigel? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. R7. An ordinance approving the conveyance to the city by Norfolk Redevelopment and Housing Authority of the properties MacArthur Center North Garage and MacArthur Center South Garage. Dispense with the charter requirement for reading the ordinance and adopt. Ms. Graves? Aye. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smigel? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. That's all I have, Mr. Mayor. Mr. City Attorney, do you have anything? No, no additions. Mr. Manager, do you have anything? Danny Lee Ginn. My name is Danny Lee Ginn. Uh, I reside at 3844 Dare Circle. Uh, as you all remember, I have been here before uh, talking about uh, Rule 6 uh, that was put into effect uh, in order to uh, control uh, conduct within this uh, arena. Uh, it was rather abusive, uh, it was extensive, in which uh, basically uh, from an attorney that I consulted, as I told you before, uh, indicated that certainly it could not be defended in court under constitutional rules. Now, it was interesting to me that, um, but we no longer have to talk about Rule 6. Uh, it is gone. Uh, and I was rather surprised uh, to see that it was gone. Um, and all of a sudden, I got uh, the new rules that this present city council uh, enacted. Um, and I was very encouraged. I thought, okay, this is very enlightening. Uh, they're being transparent. They're being honest. Until I got to Section 5, uh, Part D, and realized uh, that all you had done is taken and moved the, what I had been objecting uh, into a new section of your rules and regulations. Uh, obviously, this was a shuck and jive move uh, in order to, uh, I don't know, to fool people or whatever, uh, but it was not a very honest or transparent move uh, for the people. Uh, we've asked, uh, or I've asked, uh, and other people have asked me to come in here as to you know why why do we have such res uh, restrictive rules when previous to this uh, for a decade at least while I was here there was a standard rule that no one used profane vulgar uh, threatening um, or obscene uh, uh, language and everybody you know uh, agreed to that and said of course this is acceptable that we don't do this uh, and it was it kept you know order within this chamber. Uh, now we have a more aggressive, suppressive type of, of regulation where virtually under any reason uh, you can stop a person from making their presentations. 
The other problem that we, fall, we find is that these rules only pertain to the citizens of the city. When in, when in fact, uh, council members have used profanity uh, in this chamber, they've used uh, vulgarity and threatening behavior and bullying behavior uh, with no consequences. So it, it kind of puzzles people, uh, does the council have no rules and regulations that they have to abide by? Is it only uh, put on the citizens uh, to have their rights uh, of freedom of, uh, of expression uh, to be limited. 19 minutes. That's a record. Council Jarrett. Is that a record?